Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, welcome back to a special post-game edition of the Patriots Report here on the Believe Network. My name is Christopher Price, and we're here to talk about the Patriots' season opening 20-7 to loss to the Miami Dolphins at Hard Rock Stadium. Before we get started, I want to let you guys know this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information. From live in game betting props and futures, head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50, that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Let's get to the game. 20-7 loss for the Patriots. This game had something for everyone. I'm going to call it a Stefan game, you know, the Bill Hader character on SNL. If you're a pessimist, you can hang your hat on the fact that the Patriots had only one successful offensive drive. 15 plays, 92 yards. That was ultimately really too little too late. They had three ugly turnovers, including a strip sack deep in their own territory. They couldn't, at least statistically, slow down Tyreek Hill at eight catches for 94 yards, even though Tyreek Hill has eight catches for 94 yards in his sleep. They suffered a defensive lapse at the absolute worst possible time, which led to a 42-yard thunderbolt from two at a Jalen Waddle, a play that really changed the complexion of this game. It all added up to a division loss on the road. A 20-7 defeat in Miami, loss in Miami, not a real surprise. Now, if you're an optimist, you can point to the fact that the defense yielded one touchdown, one on the road against a good offense. Not a great offense, but a pretty good one. The run defense was pretty good. The Dolphins' four-minute offense consists primarily of dump passes to Tua, to from Tua to whoever, but look, it is what it is. Really, it was two plays. The strip sack and the TD pass from Tua to Waddle that were the difference. You take those away, and if you're an optimist, this is a whole different ballgame. Oh, and the, the DPI call, the non-call on Howard at the end of the first drive, that was a bad call or non-call, as it were, one that came back to ultimately bite the Patriots. Look, so what was the biggest takeaway here? A phrase I always come back to time and again when it came to this team, when it came to covering this team, especially early in the season, is it's not as bad as you think it is. And it's not as good as you think it is. The truth lies somewhere in the middle. If they can get Kendrick Bourne back in the offense, boy, they really could have used him more today. It, it feels like that would be a significant step in the right direction. You get the offensive line working together. Admittedly, that's a big if. But if you can get them on the same page, things will start to turn around. Ultimately, I have more questions about the offense than the defense. Again, the defense gave up one touchdown in the heat on the road. That should be enough to win you the game. The offense, that's a larger point of concern right now. I think it's fixable. There were good moments, but I think that's the focus, at least at this point. But really, for me, right now, after one game, the margin for error with this team is really small right now, really small. They can't afford to make those sorts of mistakes and win ball games. They just can't. They could when you had Tom Brady and all that, it'll, all that elite talent on both sides of the ball, but now with the group that they have, they just can't win those games. And I get that some of it is about the start of the season and figuring out who you are and understanding what your team is good at and what it can't do. But that approach of, well, we'll just take a month to figure it out and go from there. It's just not going to work. All right. So let's get to 
what we liked and what we didn't like. Kyle Duggar, get the thumbs up in this one. Duggar was all over the field. Duggar played really well. He had five tackles. He was good at helping contain Tyreek Hill. And again, look, they didn't completely contain Tyreek Hill, but if you can hold Tyreek Hill to eight catches for 94 yards, I don't want to say you've done your job, but you've taken a big step in the right direction. And really, for me, Duggar was all over the field. He was one of their best defensive players all afternoon, doing what he needed to do. That depth at safety is really good. They're in good shape at safety with Duggar, and we don't know if the Phillips injury is going to be a long-term thing. He suffered a rib injury in the first half. But the way they're set up right now with those three guys, with Duggar, with McCourty, and Adrian Phillips, they're in good shape at the safety position. Jacoby Myers also gets a thumbs up for me. Four catches, 55 yards. Four catches on six targets for 55 yards. That's the best, at least on the New England side of the ball, that all afternoon. He's a guy who remains absolutely dependable. And you know you're going to get his best every single night. Look, Jacoby Myers is not going to be a Pro Bowl wide receiver, but, you, but really, he has earned the right to be a target with a game on the line. I, I think he played very, very well today. And this is a team that could use some help you know, around him, that, that could use some bodies around him. They were able to get some good performances in the passing game out of a handful of guys today. I like Ty Montgomery. We're going to talk about Ty Montgomery as a receiver a little bit later. Jonu Smith, three catches for 33 yards. If you can get him working, the offense is certainly pointed in the right direction. But for me, Jacoby Myers, at least on the offensive side of the ball, he was the guy who stood out today. Jake Bailey, a couple of really nice punts. Pinned the Dolphins inside their own 10 on two different occasions. This is a guy who appears to have gotten over whatever it was that he had issues with last year. I don't know what it might have been, form, technique, whatever the case may be. He's a guy who is certainly trending in the right direction. They had a couple of 50-plus yard punts. And with the, with the errors that they had today, he's on the short list of guys who, who played well. I also like Dietrich Wise. Wise was able to get sustained pressure off the edge. He had a sack. He almost got to do a second, I believe, a second time. He's a guy who played well and a guy who deserves to get a thumbs up for the effort that he put out there today. I like Ty Montgomery a lot, like I said, and kind of stay with me here on this because I think Ty Montgomery has the capability to be an economy-sized version of Cordero Patterson, a bigger wide receiver slash running back who can also help out in special teams. Look, no one's going to be as good as Patterson was a couple of years ago for New England. But if they can get a reasonable facsimile out of Ty Montgomery, the guy who caught the touchdown pass today, by the way, he lined up as a kick returner, lined up in the backfield, this is a guy who has a chance to do some things in New England if he can stay healthy. What I didn't like today, that let down at the end of the first half. That was awful. That really was. There's no other way around it. And, and I know I, I get the quote from Devin McCourty. He said, look, you know, it was, it was difficult, but it didn't really define the team. They played the defense again, as we mentioned before, played really well with a few notable exceptions. And that breakdown is absolutely unforgivable. You remember the team a couple of years ago when they seemed to have trouble closing out halves. They would give up a lot of points, a lot of production, the last two minutes of the first half. And that kind of play today is absolutely unforgivable if you want to be considered an elite team, an elite defense. You can't let that happen because 10 nothing on the road, that's manageable. 17 nothing. that's an awful steep hill to climb 
especially when you had Miami getting the ball in the second half. If you could have gotten into the second half with a score 10 nothing, even with all the problems that you had in the second quarter on the offensive side of the ball, there's still a path to you winning that game. That path becomes a lot more difficult with that 17 nothing deficit as opposed to the 10 nothing deficit. Look, I, I don't know who was at fault in coverage. And we can debate it, but I, I think right now that really for me was the play that in a lot of ways defined the game in addition to the strip sack. Uh, the other thing, what I didn't like the turnovers, the strip sack was especially awful. And while it was initially unclear who was responsible, it certainly looked like Trent Brown was the guy at fault. He didn't talk to the media after the game. That's a horrible look. We know that I'm not going to go down that road, but you can't let that happen in that situation on the road given the state of that game, because they had, again, it was a manageable situation. You were down three, nothing. And if you could have gotten that DPI call in the first half, first quarter off of that first drive, maybe things were a little bit different, but when that happens to you, the momentum, it's, it's awful difficult to overcome. And it was a great play by MM. It was a great play by Miami. It was a great play by Jones coming off the edge, knocking the ball away from Mac Jones. And then Melvin Ingram who's really underrated scooped it up and, and came away with a touchdown. So that's what we liked. That's what we didn't like in that 20 to seven game Sunday afternoon in Miami open the season next week. It's Pittsburgh Sunday at one. We're going to be back at you this week. There's going to be another podcast. I believe on Tuesday, myself and LeGarrette are going to break down this game and we're going to look ahead to the Pittsburgh game. In the meantime, make sure you go to shop.believe.com. Pick up some of your favorite Patriots Report gear. Download, listen, and subscribe. Hope everyone is doing well, and we'll talk to you very, very soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.